What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the final Behind the Visor podcast of the 2022 season. I'm Nick Mumley. I'm the host and down a member tonight. My dog decides it's the perfect time to start chasing the cat throughout the uh, house here. Uh, down Cam will add tonight. Cam's been, been feeling a little bit under the weather. Couldn't make it out to the Milk Bowl last weekend. Hoping he feels better soon. Marcel Gravel down there in the bottom left corner. Also a little bit under the weather, but able to, uh, he had his Michael Jordan flu game on, uh, on Sunday. <laughs> Nearly <laughs> pulled off the milk bowl. Yeah. Yeah. Nearly pulled it off. Had a good, uh, had a good little run there. Uh, Taylor Hoare in the bottom right corner of this zoom call. She had a good run at the milk bowl too, uh, right up there until the final few laps of it. It was, uh, looking like she might have a shot at it. Um, and then Cooper Bouchard did not have as much fun at the milk bowl. First um, for last. Yeah. But he, uh, he saved some money on tires. So, uh, true. yeah, well, <laughs> we'll take it. We'll take the small wins where we yeah. can get them. Uh, but yeah, welcome in guys. Uh, fresh off the milk bowl and the season is now over. How are we feeling? Um, stress-free, <laughs> but bored. Yeah, I was gonna say already. Like, I don't know what to do with myself now, so I gotta I gotta pick up a new hobby. Yeah, yeah. I've uh, me me and the woman decided that now that racing season's over, we're gonna try to go to the gym every day. And uh, oh, clearly, yuck. as you can see, that's working out real well tonight. So uh, <laughs> we're what four days into the trend. And, uh, well, we'll see. We'll see if it lasts to the Thompson uh, till the Thompson World Series. <laughs> Marcel Taylor, what have you guys uh, been up to here the last couple of days? How are we feeling about the milk bowl? Yeah, I've been pretty sick. Um, so I was pretty sick on Sunday at the racetrack, and then on Monday I was like, ah, fresh air will help it. So I went deer hunting. I bow hunt a lot, so I was like, I'll just push through and I'll go out. And I did. And then I was worse on Tuesday and apparently I still thought fresh air would help it. So I went out again and it was a lot colder so that did not help it. So then I, I really buried myself for the last couple of days. So it's been pretty rough. Um, I've been, I've been very sick and only managed to get out and do uh, go deer hunting a couple times. And usually once the melt bowl ends, that's something I just dive right back all the way into. So that keeps me pretty busy. Taylor, how was your milk bowl? Uh, how, how, what have we been up to here in the last couple of days? Mm, nothing, literally nothing. Um, I, yeah, been working on college applications. So that's fun in case you guys were excited to hear about that. Um, yeah, then sitting around and working and going to the gym, actually, um, now that I have time for that. Yeah. And then. I'm a vinyl girl. That's all I do. So, yeah. Marcel doesn't understand that we weren't all built with the metabolism of a fifth grader, unfortunately. (laughs) My dad told me to live it up while I got it. (laughs) Yeah. We we don't all get to be stick figures into our mid to late 20s. Um, (laughs) But yeah, the the Milk Bowl guys, uh, I guess 
We'll start off down with Marcel. Marcel, you guys had a really good weekend all, all weekend long. You were really strong. Put her on the outside pole on Saturday and on Sunday, I told you, you were my pick to win the race. Um, and you were right up there with uh, the guys that finished top three. You were right up there competitive with them uh, all all afternoon long. Faded a little bit in that third segment, but especially in the first segment, it looked like uh, you really had a good piece that had a real chance at winning that thing. Yeah, the uh, the car was dynamite all weekend. I mean, Dad worked really – we worked really hard on it, but Dad got the setup really good. I mean, we were – I told him on Friday, I think we were running like – we ran a high three, and I told him, I said, man, once we tape this thing up and, you know, I really get after it, we're going to have a real shot for the pole. And uh, we that was really the only time – we did like one other mock run, and my transponder died. So we, we didn't even know what we really had time trial wise. And the car was just, it was driving itself like hats off to him and my whole team. The thing was just dynamite. I mean, we could just go out and it was like, I could just click off 12 fours at race pace in traffic, you know, put myself in traffic in practice. It would go wherever. I mean, the the car was just unreal. So, um, I knew that I could get a little extra for time trial, uh, Obviously, it was really good. Chris had a, a really nice lap there with the high two. Um, I thought a low three would do it. And um, I'm just happy to be, you know, like you said, we were second there. Not have to run the whole 50 was good. Um, started the first segment, knew that, you know, all day Sunday we kind of practiced. We knew we needed to pass Chris, who obviously was fast, who was able to clear him there and, I thought we were going to just be able to kind of drive away. We kind of, he kind of kept us right around two car lengths. And then Jimmy got by him and car just freed up way too much. Um, and, you know, it's hard enough to hold off, you know, slower people when you're free, let alone the two at the time, besides, I guess, Derek, the two other fastest cars in the field. So I was doing a lot of defending, just trying not to burn my right rear tire up. Uh, so that let, uh, Chris get up on Jimmy's outside. So then I had to try to protect both, which does not work. And we ended up sacrificing, uh, the top spot and second. And I should have just, when I passed Jimmy back on the top, I should have stayed on the top. I mean, it worked, you know, I don't know why, as soon as I passed him, I pulled right to the bottom. He pulled right out and went right by me. I was like, that was dumb. Um, and in the second segment, we were golden i mean we were totally set up we spun there in the beginning just trying not to run derek over not derek's fault but just he checked up hard i checked up trying to stay out of him and spun us out and we drove all the way back up through there and i had passed everyone i had just barely put it on dj's quarter and jimmy was the last one of the guys that we were racing that was ahead of us and then just this huge bottleneck with guys just trying to take spots that weren't theirs and ends up costing me i don't know six spots i think five on the last lap everyone gets back by this goes back by Derek goes by so i mean that kind of screwed it up for us going into the third segment and the car just wasn't good enough in the third segment um oh my internet says it's unstable can you guys still okay we're <laughs> oh, back yeah, we um the car wasn't good enough in the third segment and uh, we kind of lost our chance, you know, to uh, get up there and contend for the win. So we were able to hang on and run around 10th, I think, and just kind of salvage what we had without wrecking the car. But the car was just amazing. Every time we went out, 
up until that last segment. And uh, thankfully, I don't think that was what the difference was, but it was nice to feel like you had a real legitimate shot at winning that race. Yeah, I, I don't think that the the final results really dictated how you guys ran all day. Uh, I think, like I said, I think you guys were up right with that group of Pelkey, Hebert, O'Donnell, um, you know, that ultimately be ended up being the guys that finished within th- two, three points of each other to decide to decide the race at the end of the day. Um, yeah. But yeah, I was, I was really interested in Saturday um, and everything that was going on then. Um, and Cooper, you can feel free to chime in on this as well, but uh, why this year was, did the track seem to be a lot slower than it was last year? Yeah, I think at the time, and maybe Cooper can attest to this too. I know that we were dealing with weird weather around the time of time trials. Like the sun was coming and going a lot. Um, and it has that weird, you know, time where it just kind of sits when we're all lining up for qualifying, you know? So for like what, 40 minutes or so there's real, there's no real action on the racetrack and it, the sun was coming in. And it was coming out and that just kind of, you know, Thunder Road already changes, you know, when the wind blows usually. So anytime something like that happens in the day, I feel like it, it plays into that. Like that morning, I mean, we had ran, I think Derek got down into a two, you know, like fast lap. I mean, Chris got there too, but guys were clicking off really impressive laps. And then when the time trials came, we were hoping to hit a cloud you know, I know that sounds ridiculous. People would be like at Thunder Road, a cloud, but it's true. You know, we were hoping to hit a cloud. And when we went out, we hit a cloud. So, I mean, the race trick had a lot of grip. Doesn't take long to heat it up. So um, I think the way the sun was, you know, coming in and out like that, I think it really played a role in the time trials and the speeds. I think maybe I'm crazy. That's what I'd like to believe. It was definitely just like a weird day altogether. I mean, I was second to last um, for the time trials. And when I saw that, like, Bobby Therrien and Brooks Clark were, like, sitting 30th, I was like, there's some, I don't know what's going on, but I don't like it. Like, so we we went out, and I mean, we were miserable all, all weekend, really. We just, like, no matter what we tried to do to the car, we couldn't seem to make it, like, manageable it was either like miserably loose or miserably tight um but we we i think i think by the time we went out it was like overcast um it wasn't like super super sunny and we had been tight in practice before tried to make like one small little adjustment and went out and i like let off the gas coming in the one for the green flag and the back end just like came out from under me i was like all right this is gonna be awesome and then I ended up turning like a 12.5, which I thought was going to be like miserable, which still was 26. But like everyone with the exception of MJ and like Chris ran like a, Chris ran his two. MJ had the three and everyone else was like mid fours and low fives. And I was like, this is the, it just, it, the whole weekend just felt freaking off. And I don't, it, it was it was the weirdest milk bowl that I've like been a part of. It just didn't even feel like milk bowl. We'll get into your the rest of your weekend a little bit later, Cooper. Um, 
Taylor, you guys uh, had a pretty good run going uh, first on Saturday and and then on Sunday you had, I had a, a legitimate shot from what I was able to gather to win this race and then some festivities took place and uh, yeah, we'll let you take it from there. Um, yeah, so uh, Saturday, <laughs> um, gotta think so far away, but, um, when it, the car was so fast in practice, turned the fastest time that I've ever turned, got into the fours, which I've never been able to go past a five, which is, I don't even, 14, four something, blah, blah, blah. That I don't is remember. Weird ridiculous yeah we were running we were on his 15s and like hitting the top of the charts when i was starting yeah is yeah. i was we were even slower than that i think like it was that's that is stupid fast yeah so we knew we had a good piece um and was hoping to be able to turn that in the time our version of time trials but i completely kind of a rookie mistake um just got right up on to another car caught right up to him and just didn't know better to just slow way down and like wait for an opening because like I in my mind was right on the guy ahead of me and then someone was coming behind me and so um I just I, I should have just kind of pulled down to the mid like the I don't know just pulled down and then waited for them to go by and then went and turned some hot laps but I didn't know better than to do that so I finally turned my fastest lap after I'd passed the other guy, which I really shouldn't have spent all my time doing. Um, but then it put me starting seventh in the first segment. And then the first segment started, it went, I'm trying to think of how it went. <laughs> it went pretty well, I believe. I mean, I know it did actually. <laughs> I just I think, think you were top five, weren't you? Yeah, I, I finished third. Um, yeah. But starting it uh like literally like lap one or two we had a little three wide incident there um some guy was in the infield then came back up and then I was put in the middle and like didn't let off so I mean it worked out for me but I think it I want to say Jesse LeCare kind of got a little bump out of it from the other guy that was a part of the three wide so I don't even know so I did feel bad about how that all went together um but (laughs) then I think we just kind of kept cranking. The car was so fast. Um, I was chasing Dean Switzer Jr. the whole time and finally kind of saw that we had lap cars coming and tried to put a little pick on him and really get to his outside before he could go to pass the lap cars. And I successfully did it. And so was sitting P2 after that. Um, And then I think we, we came, yeah, we came to white flag and then there was a wreck in three and four from the people who were about to take the white flag. So a caution came out, which in the past, you know, you try and race safely through that. Um, but they did pull the caution, which was fine. Obviously like we, the leaders were probably the only people going to make through it safely because we were running single file, but the people behind us weren't. Um, so, but Tapley had came on and said, we're not going to, I'm not going to let you guys race through that or whatever. We're taking the checkers. So I had heard taking the checkers, whatever. And then the flagman threw the checkers. And so I was like, Oh, okay. Race is over. Whatever. We took the white flag. You know, that's how that oftentimes will go. If, you know, if 
yeah, whatever. That's so, how they usually flag a race. <laughs> yes, yeah. exactly. Um, and so I went off the track and sure enough, the race wasn't over. <laughs> I went right to tech and window net down, but just, and no one was following me, which I was like weird because like, I didn't obviously follow the leader background. Cause I'm like, Oh, he's going to go, you know, do his victory lap, whatever. I get off the track, go to tech and Butch is like yelling at me, get back on the track. The race isn't over. I'm like, are you fucking, oh, are you speaking kidding me? No camera like, for the bleep button. Last show of the year and she finally lets it fly. This is what she's really just, like. It, I mean, like, I just was so confused because I had seen the checkered flag. He had said we were taking the checkers and then poor Butch is trying to put my window net back up and it was just yeah it was good and so then chaos yeah i did a green white checkers um i couldn't quite hold on to the outside luke peters had a really fast piece the whole weekend um and so dean switzer ended up passing me on the inside and yeah i think that's how that went and then so i ended up third for the first feature which is fine um obviously just i wish that the caution didn't come out because i would have had a second but that's okay um, and so then second day, obviously started way in the back, knew that I had to have wide eyes all day. And I mean, really just needed to follow Luke. Um, but the first, before we even went green, the pole sitter's car, something happened. So he pulled off. So the inside lane went. And so Luke Peters had gotten the one more spot so that he could kind of follow the inside lane and my lane went back and. I mean, I got right back in, I think, behind Dean, who was running, who had the second place in points, whatever, but just a whole lot of chasing, ended up passing Dean at some point. Um, I don't really remember what. Car was really good, was, you know, just following Luke, uh, da, 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 da. what else happened? Um, oh, yes. <laughs> so then a late race caution came out, and how do I so going I think it was like we took the green flag came back around to turn one actually no I think we literally just took the green flag um I don't know if like I wasn't necessarily asleep on the start but I wasn't necessarily like touching Luke's bumper and so um another car came down thinking there was an opening um and like there's definitely a mark on my right front of the car where his tire was definitely not clear um but my mistake and a rookie mistake I, I mean I like I consider myself a rookie in plenty of scenarios just because I haven't been racing nearly long enough to not say that so um I I didn't lift and I spun him and you know that happened and then he did end up getting hit by another car so obviously that was not my intentions and I learned from my mistake and then I was put to the rear and had to race my way back up so and I actually was only like a few spots um behind Luke in the end but you know it could have been a different outcome had I not made that mistake and been put to the rear well Taylor sorry that was like a lot I feel like I just talked for 30 minutes you did actually that's the end of the show so um, (laughs) yeah thanks everybody no Well, we're, we're glad that you could admit to when you make a mistake. We know not everybody uh, has, that, has that ability these days. Um, Come on. 
<laughs> oh man. Oh boy. Um, um uh, Cooper Bouchard. <laughs> my, that's me. What do we where do you want me to start? Where am I starting? We talked a little bit about Saturday. Uh on Sunday you were five laps away from your second ever milk ball. Oh, and try three. 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 You're, you're definitely you're not salty about it, are you? That B feature changed fast. Holy cow. Yeah. Um let me start by saying, again, we did not have a very good car. Uh, spring changes, spring rubbers, uh, replaced some Heim joints that we weren't really sure if they were bad, but we were just like, eh, maybe, what's, what's worse that's going to happen? It's going to be just as bad as it is? Cool. So um, threw everything at that thing, and nothing seemed to work. So we went out for the heat race, um, and I think – when MJ pulled off, that put us fifth. So we would have qualified. And that thing was just a pile. So we ended up, like, getting pretty loose. I was trying, like, hell to just stay on the bottom and not kill people. And... <laughs> yeah, MJ choking on his Red Bull over here. <laughs> And we've all been there. <laughs> so I, it might have been like 30 laps into the 50, and I, the back end stepped out and won. And uh, someone was trying to pass me and hit me, not intentionally. I've done it to someone before, too, trying to make you know the outside work. And I mean, there's only so much I could do to control my car. I got put to the infield. He got put to the back. In the moment, I was mad, but I went back and rewatched it, and, like, he did nothing wrong. I was just kind of being a nuisance. Um, and then he ended up making the show on Sunday. So, Sunday, we were um, – we started fourth. Fourth? Third. Started third uh, in the B feature, 35 laps. I was like, I got dumped on a lap. 35 or got, got put to the infield lap 35 the first day so like i can hang on for 35 laps for a qualifying spot <laughs> so lo and behold the fireball goes around me on the outside and i'm just like the car is just the same the it's plowing tight in the middle and center off it just like wants to do a cyclone donut um so he got by me and I was just hanging on for dear life. They're taking four. Like, even if I got passed by the guy behind me, still would have got the, you know, the whatever the heck. The Underwood provisional. That one. There you go. Yeah. Um, So, like, we still would have got it. And my spotter was doing a good job. Just, like, keep it tight to the bottom. You got 10 to go. Keep it tight to the bottom. You got five to go. And I just came into three. Like, what? Like I, I like, watched him put, like, the the – popsicle sticks in his hand i was like hell yeah this, you got this in the bag dude and just out of nowhere i just got harpooned like yeah just <laughs> i i don't want to say it was like a hard hit but i was already like chasing the back end of the car coming into the turn i don't so. i don't think your rear wheels touched the ground from the entrance of turn three into the middle of turn two <laughs> yeah. yeah so i mean i just got lambasted from the back and you know tried to freaking dirt track it and i mean i put that thing to final the final episode of the year the title got lambasted from the back 
So I those had things that. are hard enough to save when you're not oh already God. loose. Yeah, and I had that thing to the floor, and I was turned all the way right, and like the car just kept spinning, and I finally just like looked over, and I was like, "This is cool." The guy, like, he didn't lift either, and bebopped it through the and field, and it, it was just a grand old time. And the then bounce. he over, and then he overheated and pulled off the track anyways so it was a good time uh i spent a lot of money on a really cool throwback uh and the biggest kicker uh i may or may not have gotten an old suit of said driver and i didn't get to wear it because some a-hole decided that he was going to play hero with three laps to go so i loaded my car and then got in my car and then drove home, was home at two o'clock and watched the Bills come back win against the Ravens. And that made everything better. <laughs> I have Josh Allen on my fantasy team. Yeah. So I would, uh, I would agree that made it better. Mm-hmm. It was, it was looking like it was going to be the worst day of my life. And then it ended up being like just another, you know, mediocre day. Like it is usually. <laughs> I watched, I watched the beat. Taylor, this is what being like, an adult man. is like, by the way. <laughs> Don't drive a late model. Please do not drive a late model. I looked at my dad. I'm like, God, I'm so happy to not be out there right now. I was like, I mean, I don't think there was, I mean, there was, there was people in that race that like, I didn't expect to even be in it. So like, yeah, like uh, a lot of them. When they, (laughs) two of the last, what, three milk bowl champions. Yeah. Yeah. So when they they said it was 35, I was thinking they were going to do 50. And when they said it was 35, I was like, all right, like, I don't want to get in on a provisional or just because I like, survived. who cares? Exactly. Who cares? But I was like, at this point, I don't care. And it's sorry. Just, I didn't mean that. No, I don't really no, just, no, no, I've, no, too, no, too pride in the melt ball. <laughs> that's exactly. So I just was like, I went from just minding my own business to like, I got, I, the race was over and I like threw my wheel and I like threw my radio and I just like sat on the door and just like, laser beam the guy from my car and i was like you you, you come here once a year and you just ruin my day like thanks buddy well buddy it made for a very interesting last lap of that yeah that, I didn't, did. that b yeah and then daryl uh, morin went from i don't know sixth to qualified in like a corner i was like i mean obviously daryl's a good friend of mine it's so it was cool you, to see daryl but i was yeah. like let's go i'm like up in the stands like i'm wearing a 17 shirt i'm like come on and he rolls it by i'm like hell yeah (laughs) i know there was there was a very small part of me so someone told me that uh chip was the last transfer and i was like i'm looking at two thunder road cars for me it doesn't make any sense and i was like how much of a pos would i be if i just harpooned the car in front of me and like took a chance that they all wrecked and i was like nope nope because i just got wrecked and i don't want to like I just was, I was, it was, it was a stressful situation that I didn't think I was going to be put in. Yep. I think that's a fair way to say that. I agree. Yeah. Um, so the end of Sunday, the final lap turned of the 2022 season, Chris Pelkey wins the milk bowl. He does it with a score of 21 and uh, beats <sighs> Jimmy Hebert by one point and Derek O'Donnell by two points. So, uh, what Cooper, you were obviously busy watching your 
Buffalo Bills. I was watching on race monitor. Don't you worry. Okay. He was also watching on race monitor. <laughs> um, but yeah, what did everybody think of uh, this year's Milk Bowl? I think it's well-deserved by Chris. I mean, he had like the season of a lifetime yep. and like he's, I think he's as like good as it gets in terms of like going through the ladder system and seeing, you know, where you start and where you're going to finish. I mean, I, th- if I was him, I would probably call it quits now because like, <laughs> what else can, what else can you do? Seriously. <laughs> but like, you know, he's had, good moments and bad moments and obviously last year he you know should have been the bride ended up being the bridesmaid um for you know various reasons and and bad luck but um i don't think it's any more he's he's the most deserving person out of he paid his dues last year absolutely and he is an incredible guy and he's got an awesome like crew and I think it's, I think it's good for him and good for the track and good for it's great for the track, our sport. And it's just, it's couldn't, I don't think it could have went any better. Yeah. I mean, people are always, you know, talking about, you know, the, the price of late models has so expensive and it is obviously Marcelo Cooper, you guys can attest to that. Um, but for Chris to, you know, prove that the ladder system in 2022 when racing is so much different than it was 10, 15 years ago, um, still here at home at Thunder Road, the ladder system that's been in place forever is still highly functional. It still results in success for the guys that are willing to put in the time and the hours, the dedication and go through the, the times that aren't so great. Um, you know, sitting there in Milk Bowl victory lane, talking to Chris afterwards, I couldn't help but think, what would it be like two years, if we go back and tell ourselves two years ago that in two seasons, Chris Pelkey is going to win not only King of the Road, but the Milk Bowl. I think it's fair to say we all would have called somebody crazy. Oh, yeah, no, for sure. They were, they were nowhere near if they if they won a weekly race at, at thunder road that would have been a pretty big deal for them two years is all it took for them to make that jump that's the most impressive thing to me yeah for sure i mean it takes a lot like you know having the having people on your team can be helpful but you still got to have the right people um and i remember when he was driving for you know rodney I personally, of course, I'd never met him, but I was just kind of like, why is, of all people, he going to be the one that gets the opportunity to drive for someone? When you think of, you know, Scott Dragon or like Bobby driving for, you know, Pete, those are the type of people that you have an easier time believing. It makes sense. Yeah. I mean, funding and talent and it it's... <clears throat> Not to say that Chris doesn't have talent, but I just think if you were to look back then and see, you know, whoever would have been picked and no one ever would have thought it was him. And then for him to lose that and still be able to come back and like do what he's done. It's, I think it's freaking awesome. I love to see it. Marcel, it's going to be kind of a, a, you know, I guess look into what you guys are looking to do with, with your program. I mean, the argument could be made that you're already there and the trophies just haven't come yet. Um, 
but no, the luck hasn't I mean, come for MJ. The the path, <laughs> the path that Chris is kind of paving right now is certainly one that you guys are are working towards as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, when we look back on it, we had a a year pretty. Me and Chris had the best years at the racetrack. Um, me and my guys obviously know that we had a couple of races. One of them that I, I look back on constantly about us, me costing us. And, and that's, you know, obviously mistakes happen, but I own one of them. And then uh, another 18th, we just had some bad luck. And um, my guys are really good. Um, we are just gelling, you know, like, like uh, Cooper was just saying it, you can have all the people, but if they don't work, you know, together, or they don't, whatever, you know, it's not going to work. I've never had such a good team. I mean, my, my guys, Alan, uh, Tyler, Joe, Jordan, dad, they all know their roles. They all know what needs to be done and they all know how to do everything that we expect them to do. And then, Oh, I have Megan pointing at, at her too. <laughs> Megan mom support, you know, dealing with all of us, but um, they're just so they're we're in such a groove right now that it sucks that the year has to end just because I, I just love where we're at, but I know, and I know with Jason too, the owner of Pete's equipment, how hungry everybody is, you know, just by watching it, like something that I do every year is I watch the, the lap that the champion does because that's, that's what you want to be. You know what I mean? Like when I look around and I see guys not paying attention to that, they're not focused enough on the prize. Like I'm going to watch Pelkey pull out next year and I don't have anything against him, but it's going to piss me off to my core, you know, that that's not us. So I, I know my guys have the same outlook on that. So, I mean, it's good that they're as focused as me. And Jason said, we're going to do whatever we got to do next year to put ourselves in even a better position. And we were already in a really good one. So I wish that it was April already because <laughs> when I got out of that car on Sunday, I was, I was far from satisfied and we had a really good car. Taylor, any thoughts on uh, Chris Pelkey getting the milk bowl? Um, not really. Other than like, cause I really didn't, the problem is, is like, as a driver, you don't really get to watch as much as you would like. Like, I'm such a big fan that if I could watch every race and still race my race, I would, but they have us line up 40 hours before we go. So I didn't really get to watch as much as I'd like other than really the last segment, I think. So I, there's that, but um, definitely like a huge congrats to him on the season that he's had. Cause like you're all saying just a really dominant and good season especially obviously as luck that he had last year so yeah yeah no it's uh it was great to see chris after the year that he had last year you know where he came very close but just like cooper alluded to some some bad luck events as the as the season you know winded down and eventually gave up the lead to carlos carlos was the dominant car last year anyway but he felt like last year towards in that second half of the season was when Pelkey was really, you know, learning what it took to be a champion. Um, and I think that really helped shape them for this year. And Marcel, I think that, you know, you <laughs> being in that spot this year, kind of where 
you're right there, but you're not bringing home the trophies yet. The the big trophies. Um, I think that that's as frustrating as it is for you to be going home empty handed this year. I think that's shaping you to become, you know, one of those next guys. Um, so yeah. it's, it's very, it's very cool and interesting to see, you know, the development of these drivers as, as they go along. If, you know, this was my fourth year at Thunder Road and I'm starting to, I think this was the first year where I'm starting to see the kind of the major differences between the drivers when I first showed up to where they're at now. Taylor, obviously you weren't around, but Cooper was in a Tiger and Marcel was running mid-pack in the late models. Um, and uh, you guys have, have made some pretty tremendous strides. So a lot of good things in the future uh, as well. On to the uh, Tiger feature here. This this one was a lot of fun. Um, I, I don't know. I Well, what, what am I saying? You guys had to have seen it by now, uh, even if you were staged in your cars at this point. Uh, Justin Prescott and Logan Powers right down to the line. Justin Prescott and that beautiful throwback to uh, was Taylor's sick. dad. That was that thing. It looked, it felt like it brought you directly back to 1999. That thing was so badass. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what a finish to that milk bowl um, between Prescott and, and Logan Powers. Logan Powers ends up coming coming down with it. Both of them kind of tear up the race cars in the process, but I don't think a, a single fan left their seats uh, unhappy on Sunday. And I think that that finish had a large part to it. Heck yeah. No, that was, that's what I wrote on. Uh, I've always been a pretty big supporter of Logan powers. I just recently not really got to know Justin, I guess, but like, I, I never really paid attention to his racing until this year, obviously. I mean, hard not to, you know, he's pretty new in a tiger and just to put yourself in the position that he was all year is really good. But I told Logan, I was like, that is what that race is all about. You know, those, those finishes between those two guys, like, sure. It sucks that their stuff got tore up, but the last race of the year, you just came through the field, you know, all that sort of jazz. And it's down to the last two guys. I mean, that that's everything you want. It's like when Corliss was going with Bobby T, yeah. you know, or the year that tramp and Corliss duped it out. And I mean, it's one of those finishes. It wasn't sure. It wasn't in a late model, but it was more exciting than the late model finish. So, I mean, the it was, late model that, finish was pretty damn good. It was badass, you know, like imagine if the late model finish had been the same way, like that's just <sighs> the type of finishes you get from that style of racing, you know, the segments and charging through the field. I loved it. I could have either one of them could have won and it would have been, would have been cool with me. That was a hell of a finish. Taylor, I'm sure you were, uh, you were in the same boat where either one of them could have won and you would have been the same way, but, uh, Justin put in one hell of an effort there at the end. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've kind of tried to like, like honestly not pay any attention to rewatching videos and reading Facebook and <sighs> anything. I mean, I think he drove an aggressive race, but at the same time, I think that's how every milk bowl is driven. And hundred percent. I mean, like, that's kind of even like my mentality of what I went into my race. And obviously I got punished for it, but like, that's, it's the last race of the year. It's a big race. There's no points, but, um, you know, a lot of people have the 
not the dumb mentality, but the mentality that they have all winter to fix whatever breaks. Um, but, you know, I think it was a really good show for fans and Thunder Road and they both put on one hell of a race and a show really. So, um, you know, I, yeah, I mean, I'm happy for Logan. He's a, hasn't had as great of a season I, as he normally has, I think maybe. So um, it was good to see him get that. Um, but as for Justin, obviously, you know, I want to see him succeed. And, you know, he came out with a second place and second place is sometimes harder than fifth or sixth or seventh. So, you know, we'll move on and come back stronger next year. So that's you know, all I really can say. It's like the only race you don't want to finish second in. Like if you can't win, you don't even want to finish second, you know? Kind yeah. Of. And we could always play the fun game called uh, who would you wreck to win the milk bowl? <laughs> I think I saw that Justin would put Taylor Hoare in the wall to win the milk bowl is what I, I did, think I saw. I, on I read that as well. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would do the same to him really. I'd put my dad in the wall. I mean, except he'd fight back a little harder because he has the knowledge to be able to. And he's fiery. <laughs> yeah. So, that too. There's, there's a very short list of people I would not put in the wall to win the milk bowl. Your dad is <laughs> on that list because i would want to Talk actually to. get to enjoy my milk bowl trophy before he killed me <laughs> yeah that's probably a good good point there yeah yeah i'd put a lot of people i mean anyone would that's racing me and my crew guys were talking about that before the third segment it was like they were like how are you feeling and i was like well i mean like the most stressful part now is like you have to race the next 50 laps thinking about what are you going to be okay with for the rest of your life saying that you won the melt bowl because you did what? Right. So like that, that's pretty stressful. I think because it's like, there was what 30, 29 of us and the other 28 guys, all of them weren't going to get the same version of me if we were going for the win of the melt bowl, you know? So that's, that's where it becomes <laughs> hard to <clears throat> figure out what you're going to do and what you can be happy, you know, walking away with all right, well, we did that. It's over. We won, man. I wish I could take that back. It's, it's a different race, you know, so you just have to get after it, which is what those guys did. Cooper, any thoughts on, uh, on the tiger finish there? I, so I got a soft spot in my heart for Justin specifically because it's my old race car. Um, true. And it's forgot about that. Insane to see like, the the change from the first year he raced it to this year like that's got to be one of the biggest jumps i've ever seen anyone make in terms of like i don't want to say talent but just like being able to put together consistent finishes like i always said i never would have sold that car to someone that i thought was just going to go out there and wad it um just because it's I had a lot of, you know, good times in it. And I honestly probably could still be racing it. Um, but I always thought that he would, you know, do really well. I didn't think it would happen as quick as it did. Um, but I was, you know, really excited to see him running up front. And then the Logan Powers is certified wheelman. He is like, I think he's one of the most underrated drivers out there. He's so smart. Um, 
and like precise with everything he does. And I think that's maybe the only time I've ever seen him do anything like aggressive. I would agree with that statement. Yeah. And yeah. all things considered, like he, t- he told me, I, I came over to him in tech on the, on Saturday. And I was like, dude, what the hell is that all about? And he's like, Oh, car just was like, just went on the outside and it's like never been good outside all year, but it was good today. So like, hopefully it's good tomorrow. Just the most like the, pretty the, calm the, kid. Yeah. He like, wasn't even like, Oh, he just was like, Oh, yeah, it's good on the outside. So just stay on the outside. And race on the outside. It's a lot how Sean is though. Sean's rubbed off oh, yeah. on him his whole life. <laughs> For sure. So, you know, the, the be all end all when I was watching on, on race monitor, I was like, Oh, Justin's got this. Like, this is awesome. And then I saw yellow come up in the top, right? I was like, all right, see where they're starting. And then I just saw a race monitor at the end. And I, I think I texted Nick and I was like, dude, did Logan just win that thing? And he was like, that was the craziest thing I've ever seen. So I had to wait until like, until the whole day was done to see the finish. So that's, I'm, I'm happy for both of them. You know, I wouldn't have been upset either way, but um, definitely good for logan considering how the rest of his season went for him to you know end off like that for sure dude him and the fisher kid are kids that we need to move up you know what i mean like mm. i see logan keep trying to sell the his sell late model didn't do and it's like he needs to wheel that thing well yeah but like you know there's people there's plenty of people who move up that it's like oh, oh man maybe you could take another year but like <laughs> logan logan is a kid that like and i told the fisher kid uh his uncle or I told Brad, I raced with Caden there last Thursday night or whatever. I was never nervous. I'd never raced with Caden before. You know, Logan, I've never raced with Logan. Uh, Logan could be underneath me. I would have the utmost faith he wasn't going to stuff me in the fence the first lap I raced with him just because I think he's a very talented kid. You know, so he, it's one that I'd love to see him sell the Tiger and instead of that late mall and come up and race with us because that's what we need, you know. These kids are developing themselves and they're really good race car drivers and they race clean and they race smart. And that's how we all could get better the division and everything. I would love to see him. I'd love to see him do it. Cause I know they could. If For he's sure. got, if he's got half of the talent that Sean had. Like, <laughs> yeah. Flurry's a wheel man from dude, way back. You're right. And I, <laughs> Logan would do insane. Yeah. In Logan would, Logan would be a great late model driver. So I hope he'll reconsider it. Um, yeah, Marcel, you speak about Caden. How about that kid this weekend? Just yeah. barely turned 15 years old and he runs what fifth or sixth in the milk bowl and qualifies in the top five and top five on the speed charts all weekend. I mean, yeah. And he's like, that ice kid in his is veins, uh, like the whole time that he does it. Like that kid might be battling, battling you and Chris and Kyle and all the other guys for the championship next weekend or next the- year. I, I have, wish it was next weekend. I have zero doubt that he'll win races next year. Not race. Oh, for sure. Race, races. That, no I mean, doubt. No is, doubt. Is, is he very good. Be the next Dark Knight of the White Mountains? Yeah. I don't know what he's going to be, but I know he's good right now. But, I mean, it's just the way that Jamie has developed it. I remember not that long ago seeing a video of him and Bushy, Brad Bushy, in like a junkyard or something, teaching the kid how to drive stick, for Christ's sakes. And now it's been like two days and he's time trial and pole time yep. for a while on Saturday at his first melt bowl. And I walked out with him and me and Hebert were like busting his chops pretty good. 
because we like we couldn't get him to like even not 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 smile i guess but kind of i'm like dude i was like i'm telling him stuff i'm like all right bunch of drunk people you don't know are gonna act like they know you and he like give you like a little like half smirk and then he just like keep walking and i'm like this freaking kid is all business yeah He's no it's funny old man i went and i went and talked i i went over and talked to him on sunday and i was like hey man how you feeling he's like good that's it <laughs> i was like that's all, all you get yeah i was like you nervous you excited and he's like yeah, a little bit of both. <laughs> I think the only time I saw him nervous in. was they were doing the Canadian anthem. Of course, I was standing right behind him and and nothing. Like he was just standing there. And then during the art national anthem, he started getting a little like foot bob. And I was like, all right, the kid's human. Thank God. <laughs> I, I, I was getting mine. So I was hoping that he was going to get his. I was standing there trying to stay tough, me and Pelkey. And I'm like, and then he did. I'm like, okay, I can start twitching my leg now. I'm not the only one. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Uh, thoughts on some throwback schemes. There's a lot of them this week. Uh, Cooper, you ran one. Taylor, uh, Justin ran one. Uh, Marcel, we're, we're not mad. We're just disappointed Thanks. that you didn't, didn't run one, even though you kind of started this trend. Uh, to begin with <laughs> i was busy <laughs> um it's not like you got married or anything i mean yeah you I know. That's, what some, time. that's what somebody said they're like no no throwback and i'm like dude i've been like helping set up for when getting married being hung over taking throwing it down. back to your wedding the weekend before <laughs> seriously although i didn't take one down because the hang the hangover held on thank god for that team they they took it down but no, I loved it. I was, I, I'm glad people, uh, I'm glad people did it. You know, I, I, we were really focused on bringing a really good race car, which obviously we did. And I'm glad guys did it. I really liked Derek's. I mean, Derek's obviously all the detail was just ridiculous with like the little contingency stickers and everything. Um, but they all look cool. You know, all, all of the old, it doesn't make sense. You know, even Corliss's like, I would say this to him. That's a horrible yellow, you know, but it looked good. Carlos's car it looked, looked very strangely really it, good. It looked good, you know? It worked like, for some reason. Like that yeah. number font would not work on a late model, no. but it worked on that one, you know? Yeah. So I loved them all. They all looked really good. Adam Maynard's was real nasty. Adam's looked, was real That good. looked really nice. I, I liked them all. It was hard to vote for one. I did. I won't tell you whose, but it was it was good. Cooper, uh, you ran the Dave Dion throwback, obviously. Uh, I don't, I helped you make the reveal video for the car and probably one of the most painstaking processes ever was trying to find actual pictures of the car, which to my uh, knowledge, Dave Dion ran maybe two to five times in the second half of 1983. I think your mic is muted. Um, but How about now, yeah, there, yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, yeah. So I was talking to, uh, duto in line and he knew whose car it was um he he listed some name but he drove the same car the year before i haven't figured out how many races but it had like chrome chrome numbers yeah Yeah. and that was about we thought about doing that but um it just i don't know it all came together (laughs) so quickly um 
And that was easier because our car was already white. And if we would have wrapped the whole thing orange, it would have been a nightmare. And people would have thought I was trying to be like, hello, well. And I just was like, this will be easy. And hopefully the right people will know. Um, so it looks good in pictures. It still looks good. It's not like beat up like I thought it was going to be. Um, but I mean, Dave is like the coolest person I've ever met in my life. Like listening to the stories that he can tell. Um, he's gosh, he's got to be 80. And he's like, he's just he's, he's still got it all up there. And I guarantee you could put him in a car tomorrow and he could still wheel the hell out of it. Like he's considering I never got to watch him race. Um, like how much I idolize that guy and like everything that, you know, he did with his brothers, just his brothers, like he's as blue collar as it comes. And, you know, I hope at some point I can do that with my family, um, and start making good things happen. Um, but, you know, no one will ever do it like Dave did. And I I wish I could have been around more to see him race. I wish he could have been there, too. Um, but he was dealing with that, you know, weather in Florida and stuff. So Pete Fecto was like that for me, like how you are with like Dave Beyond. Pete Fecto was around a lot when I was getting out or when he was getting out. Like we were all kind of, you know, growing up and everything. Very cool guy. You know, good stories. And I, I'm, I think I'm with you. He's still crazy enough to drive. <laughs> like, I have no doubt you, you put him in a car. I told him that this weekend. I was like, you'll be within three tenths. Come on. You know, and he's acting like it's not true. I bet it is. He's definitely still nuts enough to do it. Like riding a bike. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I told him, I said, you wouldn't want to spin out on your time trial lap. Don't go off of turn one and two. Now that would cost you. <laughs> take a lot to go off turn one and two right now. yeah yeah that's what i said taylor did you uh aside from justin's obviously which was really cool uh, i guess tell us the story of of uh you guys putting that together um assuming that you were involved a little bit uh with with getting that whole deal set up and uh did you guys surprise brian with it or uh was he involved in the process too yeah so we surprised him with it it was very like it came it all came together very quickly and so um it was like one Wednesday afternoon so Justin had taken his car out of the shop and said that we were bringing it to Pard Brothers to get a new rear end in and but it was actually going to Yipes North to get wrapped and so it was a pretty good cover-up um but then like all of a sudden Wednesday night of the milk bowl week, we were expecting it to be done like Thursday, which obviously only one day, but like, I didn't have any of my numbers on the car and it was just us trying to, you know, get everything ready. Cause we had it planned that I was going to do pink numbers, um, in honor of my mom with for breast cancer and whatnot. And so, you know, I told her she can't come in the shop, but then we had to tell dad, we were like, okay, so you're going to go get mom because Justin has pink numbers and then we're going to surprise her. And so, but mom knew about it and it was just kind of wild trying to even explain it to like lying to dad and then lying to mom yeah. and then trying to tell people in the crew what was actually happening. And then um, dad said he knew once Justin got to the shop, he was like trying to help him unload. And we're like, no, 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 you know, we'll make this a surprise for both of you. Why not? Um, which obviously like he probably doesn't care as much about 
breast cancer numbers. Not that he doesn't care, but it doesn't mean as much as it does to mom. And so, um, but we unloaded it, put car covers on both cars, did my car first, and then did Justin's car. And uh, dad was definitely very surprised. And But he said that he had a gut feeling that he knew it was exactly that car because Justin wanted to do that car at the beginning of the year, but dad said he couldn't because he hadn't earned his checkers yet. So oh. he oh. earned his checkers to be able to do it for a throwback. So, but he won the first race of the year. That's because he was, well, he, he was, wore that comment for the yeah. next yeah. hour. He was Brian said that he wore it right here. He's like, Oh, yeah. Well, Justin, yeah. Justin oh, was seeing red until he got his checkers. <laughs> oh, absolutely. absolutely. Here's your checkers, Brian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah no it was cool and I somehow had to come up I was um you know a huge technical person and made a little reveal video which I'm not very techie to say the least as someone who's a young lady in this generation yes but like yeah I was gonna say <laughs> professional pit viper vlogger over here yeah. I have not ever posted a vlog and I don't plan on it unless I become famous which probably won't happen in my life. So, but you have yeah. one. You have a vlog video that never made it to the. Oh, did that never right. make it? Did that never make it for public consumption? No, I don't. I think not only send it to oh myself because <laughs> he literally edited it for me. <laughs> Yikes! It was yeah. good. Unreal. Yeah. So yeah. Oh, but anyways, moral of the story: Yes, all the throwbacks are cool. Literally anyone that did a throwback, like they went 110% into it. So they're all really cool to see. Um, my heart is kind of like, I still like to see the breast cancer. So it was cool to see yeah. all those. Um, So that's where I did. And Justin took did the throwback, but obviously his car is perfect to do that throwback where my Mustang would have looked a little wonky to do like a late model throwback. <laughs> so, yeah. All right, guys, let's, uh, Start to wind down here. I know you guys are all super sad. Last show of the season. We're going to go around the room. Um, Give me one thing that the biggest thing that you learned this year, your biggest takeaway 2022. And one thing that you are looking forward to the most 2023. Anybody can start. What was the first one? Yeah, wait, the what? biggest takeaway <laughs> and biggest thing you're looking to uh, improve on or thing you're most excited for for next year. Oh, okay. Go ahead, Cooper. Come on. I can go. I, guess, I can go. Yeah. Oh, Taylor can go. Go ahead, Taylor. Um. Okay, so something I took away. Hmm. Well, I took away a lot of things. I mean, you never stop learning. I think something that, like, for me, confidence has been, like, the biggest thing that I've really had to like drill into my head and be confident because when you're not confident, you just, I don't think you can go as well. And so I was like midway through the season and I was talking to dad about some race and I was like, yeah, well the fast guys were coming and I just, you know, I kind of just knew that I wasn't going to have a shot for them or whatever. And then he said, and why do you think they're the fast guys and you're not? And so like, when he said that it was like I guess it was, it was just a really good realization because it's like what makes me not qualify is that and not saying like this in a cocky way but it was just like okay you are a fast guy don't ever let them get into your head like that and 
whether they're not even intentionally doing it, it's just me doing it, but just like realizing, okay, you are someone who is a contender here and you're not where you were last year, where obviously when I saw the past guys last year, it was like, yeah, pull over. Um, you're a roadblock. <laughs> this year was just <laughs> definitely like, definitely, it was just nice to actually be able to race with the fast guys and having the confidence saying, you know, I am capable of running with them, but also the confidence, just like, just like seeing where, well, how I've grown this much, this, how, ugh, ugh, seeing how much I've grown this year is very like, um, just, I don't know, very nice to see because I'm someone who definitely struggles with that. And that is not something that you should probably struggle with in the sport. Um, but yeah, anyways, I feel like that didn't make any sense, but I'm going to move on. Um, so what am I excited for? And and the 2020 can you stop close the door what mac and cheese heck yeah (laughs) 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 that's fine only if it's white cheddar i know i'm not even i'm I'm, I'm not we're almost done okay thanks um sorry (laughs) so um something 2023 season um Taylor's really looking forward to mac and cheese. I am really looking forward to mac and cheese. I would be. (laughs) Um, No, I'm excited. So our plans for next year, our definite plan is doing another season of street stocks at Thunder Road. I mean, like that's the plan right now. I don't see how that's going to change. Championship run. Yeah. And I think, you know, that will be our goal this year. We kind of came into it. It was just seeing where we could end up in points. And I think, after this year, we definitely have a better shot to go for a championship and just see what we can do with that. Um, and then probably play around with the Tiger or whatnot. And Arca car, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Xfinity, you know, they called me the other day and said my ride was ready to go. So the Taylor Hoare replacing Haley up. Deegan at yeah. DGR. Yeah. yeah, that's definitely what is going on. You got to be one of the, I don't know, probably five females to like win a street stock race, like, like win it, win it. You know what I mean? Like there are, they, there are more than that that have won, you know, but like they start, you know, on the front row or something. And that's, that's no, that's nothing. That's just what it is. And, mm-hmm. and they win, which is obviously is really good, but I mean, they're, it, that's a, big deal you know you should feel very happy about yeah that, you know because definitely. a lot of them try and <laughs> it, that I was, was definitely for you like, yeah like one of the more bittersweet things about when I did win was like when I was in victory lane Aaron Maynard was you know naming off the people that had won it, and it's just kind of crazy or the females that have won that you know the list is long they're so small that he can remember it and say right. it in 10 seconds um yeah and to be added to that list is pretty cool and um i think that we can make some more history with our team and our program and i hope that i hope that we can and because that is definitely something that's pretty cool and there's not a whole lot of female history at thunder rose so other than of course tracy Bellrose, can't <laughs> deny any of that but definitely excited to see what we can do with that not Brian Hoare's daughter, Taylor Hoare. Yes. That's what you said at the beginning of the show. And now you've won. So you, you're, you're headed that way. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I think for us, 
I mean, it's pretty crazy. We had a really good year. I won my first tour race, um, not at Thunder Road even, which was awesome. But uh, I think one thing that I take away from the year is just enjoying being at the racetrack, doing something that you really enjoy doing with people that you enjoy doing it with. And that has really changed our whole deal. I think maybe I had probably two nights all, all summer where I was either, you know, I did something, which obviously you can be upset sometimes, but you have to let it go. And that really changes how your racing goes, you know, your, your kind of attitude, I guess. And that, that was a big thing for us this weekend too, just focusing on the attitude and, um, you know, knowing that we've had it pretty good. So I think just trying to make sure that me and my guys, cause not just me, it's everybody that on the team that just had an awesome attitude, super focused. Um, and we just got to take that away from this year into next year. Uh, something that I'm excited for next year. Oh man. I would like to win a tour race at Thunder Road. Um, that way. So I'm excited for the first tour race at Thunder Road. Um, because I'm, uh, like I said, I'm, I'm very anxious to get back there. You know, like once you get, this is going to be my seventh year in late models now. And Isn't like, that crazy to think about. What? Yeah, no, it is crazy. Um, I was looking at that the other day. I was like, I was going through and, and writing down, uh, you know, how many starts each driver in the milk bowl field had made in the milk bowl. And I had to do a double take at yours because I was like, there's no way Marcel's been in more than, you know, four or five milk bowls. Yeah. I think the number, this was your seventh. Yeah. So, so yeah. that's insane to me. Um, so I think, goodness, now I lost my train of thought cause I feel old. Um, Still just a child MJ. Yeah. But it's, you know, it's so hard for us because it's like this, like we got fifth in points this year, you know, but that doesn't really mean that much to us as a group. You know what I mean? No different than the melt bowl. We didn't win. So like that doesn't really ninth doesn't really mean nothing to us. So we're just anxious to get back to the racetrack and start winning because that that's really all that's important to us. So I'm, I'm just excited for the opener, I guess, like already me and my dad texted about it today. And we're like crazy to think that it's this time of year and we're not tired of racing yet, you know? So, um, I'm just excited to get, get back to it already. So I'll be ready when April comes and we just got to keep it going. I guess, uh, my biggest takeaway from this year is you know we we built on a very uh, minimal amount of consistency uh, from the year previously um, we didn't really we had our one win um, and I think one other top five no not even I think our one win in like two top tens um, so this year we just built off of our con off of our beginning of the season and we're a lot more consistent um than in years past in all divisions we had a better setup coming into the season that we were you know able to figure out how it worked um so i guess just like the the growth that we had from the start of the year to where we ended obviously the milk bowl i felt like it was my first time driving a car because thing was so miserable um <laughs> but um i'm i'm really proud of you know, the fact that me and my father, who, you know, not to take away from his effort, but my dad raised street stocks and all the other stuff that he knows um, is just from him and I working together on the car in the shop. So, um, 
just looking forward from building looking forward to building more momentum heading into next year um maybe with a different car um haven't really decided it ain't gonna be new but dun, dun, dun. it ain't gonna be port new. city race cars plug yeah, <clears throat> yeah i don't have Who's the, the stop it. <laughs> we'll have the proper facilities for that one, dog. <laughs> um, are they are they gonna wanna do they want to sponsor the inside group? We can get them an ad spot. <laughs> I know you know those people. Yeah. Hit them up. <laughs> Maybe a different car. I I like the cliffhanger here. Keep going. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. Obviously, um, I, I gotta do my best to secure more sponsorship and better sponsorship i'd like to find some more people who know what they're doing so i don't have to do my my tires and my parameter and my adjustments from the car and um you know some some help would be nice but um i have you know a couple people that volunteer their time and pay their way in to help me um be a little bit less than mediocre so i appreciate them hoping for more success, I guess that's where I'll end it. That was a lot of words to just say. We did a little better this year, and I hope I do a little better next year for whatever reason. Did you get top 10? I did, by the skin of my teeth. Who gives a shit? Sorry, Tyler <laughs> Cahoon. Um, you're still my favorite person at the track um, that I beat for a top 10 because someone took you out. Oops. What a good way to, to end it off, right? Yeah, I think so. Got one more for you guys before we end it for the season. Oh. What are our off-season plans? MJ, I know you're going to be doing a, a little bit of uh, bow hunting. Yeah. What are you going to do once uh, once the snow falls? Yeah, um, I'm going to, like you said, I'm going to be bow hunting. I normally do that most of October and into November. Uh, then I normally pack up. I think I'm going to go to Indiana. For my third year in a row, go deer hunting out there. You're going to spend and time with the new wife, right? That's dude. That's what I was just about to say. Okay. I normally give Megan from December 11th to January 4th. She can do whatever she wants with me. And then we'll be, yep. To go on my honeymoon. That's what it is. And then uh, we'll be right back to the race car stuff. Normally January maybe a little before if we're all feeling antsy. I try to let my dad have off through Christmas, you know, um, I'm, I'm fair. Um, and, uh, then we'll be right back at it. And then you pretty much got to be sick with it, you know, to do it at a high level, like we want to do it. So we'll be in the shop building for next year before you know it. Taylor, what are you up to this off season? Um, well, pretty soon here. I'll be hunting and snowfalls and snowmobile skiing and working and um, trying to go to school. So, you Busy. know, yeah, gross. Um, and then holidays come and then I feel like <laughs> spring comes right before we know it. So I'm going to try and I absolutely hate eye racing with every bit of my heart, but my father <laughs> deeply wants me to do it more. So I think I'll have to dedicate more time to that. I was going to say, we love uh, I better play. see all three of you guys in the inside groove eye racing challenge. I got to set mine up. That's happening. Again. 
it's gonna happen right. we'll see what happens <laughs> but it'll happen are we racing, are we racing street stalkers or no, cars late models we might do a little bit of both who knows what'll happen we should do a dirt race no I love change dirt. it up God. change no. it up dirt is like like just one like do something different every race maybe we'll see yeah that means no okay anyways move on <laughs> <laughs> how did you know <laughs> so my dad says and then it's always no Must i've got some tricks up my sleeve it says i do it too I've got some tricks up my sleeve, but I'm not quite willing to uh, let them out yet. It's all, all for the, all for the brands, all for the content. Got to keep the people guessing. Cooper, what are you doing this off season? Um, I watching the Sabers finish last place again. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa! Ease up. Ooh. We're gonna be a wagon, bud. Okay, you and you and your freaking forty year old average age top six with no defense Bruins who stole our goalie. Anyways, um, I'm going to be watching them finish like, like fringe wild card. Um, okay. Maybe come on. They're not that bad. You love Tage Thompson. Um, my yeah. other th- hockey that I'll be watching is uh, both of my nephews whom I live with. Um, I got a goalie at home and I got a sick forward. Uh, winger, center, he can do it all. Um, so I'll be spending, I'll be spending a lot of time at the rink, um, watching my boys, my nephews play. Uh, my wonderful girlfriend is also the head coach of the Harwood Varsity Girls Hockey Team. So I will, I'll be spending a lot of time at uh, hockey rinks. I'm also going to find time to be an assistant coach for my old wrestling team at CVU, which should be starting in a month or so. We'll be getting into that. Um, and then finding time to, you know, work and pay for a race car and a shop. So that's important. A little bit. I'll, I'll definitely have a lot of stuff to do, but. Good deal. I got coach fifth and sixth grade basketball. Ooh. Oh, there you go. Third year. We're going all the way this year. Mickey, Mickey you know, Nums, a solid four and 11 is the goal. Yeah. I've, I think I've retired from coaching. I got uh-huh. ejected from that game against Oxbow a couple of years back. And where? Uh, we were playing Oxbow. And I may have got ejected for yelling at the ref, but that's not important. Small details, you know? I, I think. <laughs> I, I think, uh, I think it's, it's, it's it would be a good time. Yeah, not important, but what I'm just you... gonna quietly retire uh, from from coaching. What do you even yell when when you're coaching basketball? Not profanities. Just like, put it in the basket, or like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even know. I got dragged into coaching <laughs> basketball. I was a hockey player my entire life. I tried to yell at them like I would have ho- like I would hockey players, and they they didn't take that very well. Makes basketball like players. Basketball players are di- built a little bit different. Just look at Marcel down there. Blackout. Whenever I start staring at the kids or like I get quiet and cross my arms, they all like start whispering. And I have this one kid on my team. She's like four foot zero, but she is the scariest <laughs> one. Like she is a bad ass. And they all are like, what's Marcel looking at? Like they start whispering and she just will be like, 
he's getting mad at you guys because you guys won't shut up. And I'm like, oh man, <laughs> she said it so that I don't have to. I <laughs> love that. Yeah. No, I'm I'm gonna stick to uh just announcing basketball and hockey this year. I don't think I was made to be a coach. Um but yeah, you guys have fun with that. Thanks. Um so yeah, I think that's all we got for uh for, for the, the 2022 season here, guys. Very bittersweet. I might cry as soon as we end uh, end the broadcast here. I'm gonna. Yeah. That was convincing. <laughs> you think next we're no, no we're gonna cry, Taylor. We, we are gonna cry. just to say it. We're gonna we're gonna cry. end this recording. We're all gonna have a good cry together. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. It's been a long year. Anyway. Look at me. Pouring Red Bull in your eyes will definitely make you cry. It'll do the trick. <laughs> For all watching on Patreon, Marcel is currently experimenting with pouring Red Bull in his eyes. Marcel's so. doing whatever he can to clear the nostrils. Yeah. <laughs> Taylor's putting on the glasses so we don't so we are don't those, see it. But are whoa, those, are those pit vipers? I was gonna say, are those the exciters or? No, these are just um, targets. Oh, is it that a breach of perfect, contract? Yeah, this is blur the perfect that out. Time I for have a right there. You what? I have a pair right over there. Yeah. So Tell they're that all to the nearby. Court. Oh boy. Are we all going all right. to the banquet this year? Yeah, I think so. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'll be there. Is it gonna be a banquet or yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, always, dude. I know they haven't had it for the last couple of years. They've kind of done the makeshift one because of COVID. I wasn't sure if that was gonna happen again. But November 5th. Oh wow. coming right up. Jeez. Jeez, Louise. Gives us plenty yep. of time to work on the car. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, Nick. I I made this is the I've been on twice and both times I've made it go longer than it should. No, it's okay. We we don't have to do another one of these till like April, so it's all good. All right, everybody. Uh, sadly, couldn't have Cam on tonight for the last show of the year, but certainly hope he feels better soon. Marcel, hope you feel good enough to uh, go shoot and miss a Me couple too. deers here in the next couple of weeks. And I hope so. Yep. <laughs> I'm not feeling optimistic about it. <laughs> well, have fun. Um, Thanks. Enjoy, uh, enjoy being, uh, enjoy being married over the it's been off season good. here. Good so so far so good. Glad so to hear far, it. So good, yeah, yeah. But yeah, everybody uh, have a great off season and uh, stay safe this winter. And we'll talk to everybody and see everybody when the snow starts to melt and the leaves start to uh, show back up on the trees in April. So till then have a good one, everybody.